Misfits Audio welcomes you to Strange Stories, an audio anthology series of odd and unusual tales that can take place anywhere and anywhen. Sit back, open your ears, be comfortable, and let your imagination take flight. Remember, it's only as real as your mind makes it. How's Grandpa, Doctor? Not well, I'm afraid. How much time does he have left? A week. Perhaps two. Oh, no. We've done everything we can. Sure. Sure you have. If there's anyone you'd like to call... There's no one else. It's just him and me. No other family? My parents died in a car crash when I was six. My grandpa was a widower by then. He raised me. There were some other family members, but we're all we have now. Your grandfather certainly did do a good job raising you. May I see him? Of course. Does he know your prognosis? He does. How is he taking it? I'll leave that up to you to decide. Emma, dear... So good to see you. (laughs) You too. No sad faces, honey. We knew this day would come eventually. Uh, Yeah, but... I've had a good long life. I'm I'm glad I had enough time left on the old clock to raise you into the fine young woman you are. Thank you. Are you in pain? Not much. That young doctor gave me some pretty strong pills. (laughs) It's a dull ache now, nothing more. Can I get you anything? Oh, I wish you could. What does that mean? What I'd really like, you can't get for me. No one can. What is it? Tell me, I'll find it. Before my time is up, I'd love to hear a a joke. A joke? Is that all Grandpa Walston wants? Then by all means tell him one. Tell him several. Unfortunately, in the future society we're visiting today, a joke, any joke, is hard to come by. And telling even one can get you into a great deal of trouble. We'll return shortly with episode 20 of Strange Stories. Die laughing. What's a joke? You don't know? (laughs) No, of course you don't. How could you? You aren't even born when they... Tell me what it is. I'll get you one. I'll get you a dozen. You can't. They're illegal. Are they... 
dangerous? Eh, some people thought they were, but then some people are always frightened by free speech. Well, could people hurt themselves with jokes? No, they were only words. Words were outlawed? <sighs> when was this? Many years ago. Why have I never heard of jokes? They should be in the history books. That's the problem. To write about jokes would mean to tell a joke, and and to tell a joke would violate the laws against them. Do you remember any? I remember the one that got Jim O'Flaherty in such trouble. Please tell me. Yeah, we're in the hospital. I doubt that there's a DR around. A what? I'll explain. It was way back when. <laughs> I was about your age. Well, maybe a little bit older. My pals and I were hanging out at Tim Riley's bar, bending a few elbows. Uh, Jim O'Flaherty, one of the regulars, was holding court like always. Oh, he loved to be the center of attention. <laughs> On that particular night. <laughs> that ain't bad. That ain't bad. But boys, boys, I have got a good one for you. Tell me. Where does an Irish family go on vacation? None of y'all? Really? To a different bar? <laughs> oh, oh, that's a knee slap, right? Nice. Excuse me, sir? <laughs> yeah? You are James O'Flaherty of 126 Cedar Road? Yeah, that's right. Uh, who Come are... with us, sir. Why should I? I strongly advise you not to cause any trouble. Come along. What for? Who the hell are you two anyway? I ain't never seen you up in here before. We're officers of the Sensitivity Police. The what? The new federal force designed to see to it that no American is insulted or hurt by the words of another citizen. I don't know Surely what... you've read about Congress passing the Sensitivity Act? You're making the assumption that Jimmy here can read. <laughs> are you... Are you talking about my joke? Yes, sir. It was a flagrant violation of the new act. It was a joke. You know, just words. Hurtful words. But everybody laughed. Not everybody. We wouldn't have been summoned here by a DR if no one was hurt by your words. A D-what? A designated reporter. Certain anonymous members of the citizenry have been charged with reporting any violations of the act. Fortunately, we were in the next room and able to respond quickly. Whoa, 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 whoa. And, and all of this because one guy seen... We received three complaints, Mr. O'Flaherty. Your joke was insulting to the Irish. But I'm Irish. You were born in Ireland? Well, no, but I mean... Then you're not Irish, sir. You may have Irish ancestry, but you're not Irish. Playing on the insensitive stereotype that the Irish are heavy drinkers. But we are! Sir, I strongly advise you to use your right to silence. This is insane! Are you going to come with us peacefully? Y'all aren't your damn minds, this is insane! 
And they slapped the cuffs on Jim and dragged him out of Tim Riley's bar. I never saw him again. Some of the boys and I tried looking into his case. A sensitivity cop told us in no uncertain terms to stop before we got arrested, too. Word got out about the consequences. No one told jokes anymore. The bar was never the same. It's been closed for years. Those words were hurtful, Grandpa. Not really, dear. But to suggest that someone has a drinking problem just because of their national... Oh, it was hyperbole. Exaggeration for effect. That's what made the joke funny. I'm not sure I understand. Don't worry about it. Were there other stereotypes and jokes? Oh, sure. Uh, Jewish people were money-hungry. The Polish were dumb. Uh, Are they? Of course not. Then why... I don't know. A long time before even I was born, some joke teller created those stereotypes. I'm not sure how he decided who was what. So they're all lies? Of course. Though I have known some Irish guys who could put away the booze. Did all jokes use stereotypes? No. Here's one. Why did the chicken cross the road? I... I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I used to know the punchline, but I... Punch what? Punchline. It was... The line of the joke, usually the last line that made the listener laugh. God, I used to love a good joke. But now, uh, you can't tell one without the sensitivity police taking you away for hurting someone's feelings. Eh, no one has a sense of humor anymore. Everyone's so damn politically correct. Where did all the jokes go? Go? They had to go somewhere once they were outlawed. They were only words, honey. My science professor told me that matter doesn't stop existing. It can change its form, but it always is. If people told jokes, they gave them life, existence. They must have gone somewhere. There must be some people around who remember them. Yeah, maybe some old-timers... But they wouldn't talk. They'd be afraid. Nah. I'd love to hear just one joke before... I'll find them for you. Don't. You can get in a lot of trouble. The sensitivity cops are everywhere, and anyone can be a designated reporter. You never know. Even someone you thought you could trust will turn on you. I've heard stories. It's just a little research. Honey? It'll be my gift to you. You're very stubborn, just like your mother was. And you know there's no sense in trying to talk me out of it. <laughs> Please, be careful. I can't bear the thought of you being picked up for trying to do something for me. Hello, Commonwealth Books. How may I help you? Excuse me. Do you need some help, miss? Yes, please. I was wondering if you might have some books on a particular topic. I can certainly check for you. What topic? Jokes. I'm... I, I'm sorry? Is something wrong? As a law-abiding citizen, I'm obliged to tell you that you are looking for books on a forbidden topic. 
I'm aware of the Sensitivity Act, thank you. This is strictly informational. Research for my thesis. <laughs> I see. I'm very glad to hear that. Otherwise, I'd feel compelled to report you to Director Tomlinson. Mm -hmm. Do you have any books? Not a one. Nothing has been written on that topic in many years. Can you think of anywhere I can find some for my research? A library, perhaps. They'd have older volumes, though I'd suspect any such books would have been seized years ago. No, nothing on that topic any longer. So you did have some books at one time? So I've heard. That was before my employment here. So what happened to those books? They were taken away and destroyed. Good riddance to them, I say. Excuse me, Director Tomlinson? Come in, Agent Lawrence. Close the door behind you. Yes, sir. You look concerned. Something wrong? Maybe. What does that mean? We've received two blue alerts. Blue? We haven't had a suspicion alert in some time. I know, sir. That's why I wanted to bring them to your attention. Who are we looking at? Her name is Emma Carlson, age 22. I've emailed you her info file. Where does she live? Sector 009. Are the alerts from that sector? Yes, sir. What has she been doing that concerned the designated reporters? Inquiring about a forbidden topic. Which one? Jokes. Hmm. Who are the alerts from? A bookstore clerk and a librarian. Miss Carlson was seeking their help in researching jokes for a thesis, she said. Well, that's a lie. What professor would dare assign a student such a topic? Exactly why the citizens contacted us. Please pass along this office's thanks to them. I will. Did you see anything suspicious in her file? I haven't had a chance to read it yet. As soon as I received the alerts, I forwarded her file to you. Should I take any further action? Do we know where Miss Carlson is at this moment? No, but it wouldn't take long to find her. Follow her. Close enough to monitor her every move, but not close enough to give yourself away. Yes, sir. This could be a totally harmless thing, but... I want to be able to bring the young lady in at a moment's notice. For interrogation? Whatever it takes. Excuse me, sir? Yes, little lady. What can I do for you? I have a question about your chickens. Shoot. Did they ever cross the road? Across the... Even once? I suppose they have. Why would they have done that? Huh? Why would your chickens cross the road? Hi, fishies. Sorry I'm late. Grandpa asked me to feed you, but I've had a busy, busy morning. There you go. Eat up. <sighs> Heard any good jokes lately? <laughs> blub, blub, blub to you, too. Now what? How am I going to... What's that? I've never seen this picture before. Is that... <gasps> yes, it is! Grandpa with dark hair and in a tuxedo? 
I never knew he appeared on stage. Who's that he's with? The ratings kind of faded. Bill Walston and Terrence Boone. Song and dance. Jokes and snappy patter. <gasps> Jokes! Mr. Boone could help me. But where? I hope he lives in the city and... He's still alive. Please state desired service. Phone listings. Business or residential? Residential. City and state, please. Boston, Massachusetts. Listing. Terrence Boone. Working. Three matches found. Three? Do the listings include the party's ages? Yes. Terrence Boone, number one. 75 Winston Road, age 37. Terrence Boone, number two. 128 Flamingo Avenue, age 51. Terrence Boone, number three. 54 Bradley Court, apartment six, age 84. <laughs> Call number three. Calling. Come on, come on! Party does not answer. Redial? No. Repeat address of Terrence Boone number three. 54 Bradley Court, apartment six. Well, that's only a few blocks away. I hope it's him. In a car? No, sir. On foot. Keep a close eye on her. Now, now, Sebastian. It's not your supper time yet. <laughs> Just let me sit and... Now, who could that be? Oh, don't you worry your furry little head. I'll keep the chain on the door, like always. Oh, good. You're home. Uh, may I help you? You're Terrence Boone, aren't you? Who wants to know? My name is Emma Carlson. I've never met you before. I'm Bill Walston's granddaughter. Bill who? This Bill. That is you in the picture, isn't it? I, 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 I'm sorry. Of but, course uh, it's you. Except for the hair, you look exactly the same. I'm afraid I have to go now. Please don't. I need your help. Grandpa needs your help. What is this about? I, I... I need some jokes. Some what? Jokes. Just one will do. I don't know anything about Of course it. you do. It's right here. Song and dance. Jokes and snappy patter. Grandpa is dying. You're the only person that can help me, Mr. Boone. Please, may I come in? No, you may not. Don't you worry, Sebastian. I'll get rid of her. How can you turn your back on your stage partner? Weren't you friends? Do I need to call the police? Just one joke. That was his last wish. I know nothing about jokes. I'm a law-abiding citizen. You designated reporters always trying to trap people. 
I'm not. I'm giving you three minutes. If you're still at my door after that, I'm calling the police. No, no, please. Please, Mr. Boone. Forgive me, old friend. I'm afraid. So afraid. Lawrence here. How many deputies do you have with you? Three, sir. Bring Emma Carlson in. I've decided to nip this thing in the bud. Right away. Bring her directly to me. Have two of your deputies remain on the scene. I want that apartment complex searched. All of it? Every inch. If she has accomplices in her act violations, I want to know. Have the deputies bring in anyone they suspect. Please, Mr. Boone, please! Hello? Yes, Doctor, I'll be right there. I hope you can live with yourself, Mr. Boone. Emma Carlson? Yes? No! Let me go! Let me go! I'm placing you under arrest for go. possible violations of the Sensitivity Act. Please go away. I told you, I can't help you. Now leave me alone. What are you talking about, Ted? It's me, Kramer. Open up. Right away. What was that about going away? Uh, forget I ever said it. Done. What's going on around here? What do you mean? I found this on the sidewalk. Oh my god. Careful of that broken glass. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I will be. What's that old picture of you and Bill doing out on the sidewalk? Oh, they must have taken her. Hey, who? And who are they? The sensitivity cops grabbed Bill's granddaughter. Why would they do that? She was here. How'd she find you? No idea. She told me who she was. And said that Bill is dying. Jeez, that's too bad. What did she want from you? Uh, a joke. She said Bill wanted to hear one before he died. Which one did you tell her? None. You can't even remember one joke? I don't know. I didn't try. Why not? Because I'm a coward, all right? A meek, terrified coward. I thought she was a DR. Bill's granddaughter? Anybody can be one. You turned her away? Yes. And now the cops have her? I think so. You have to make this right. How's a little guy like me going to stand up to the sensitivity cops? It won't be just you. The society will help out. Shh! No one can know about that. It's supposed to be a secret. Ted... I'm not a DR, and neither are you. You're a bundle of knives. Shouldn't I be? They have eavesdropping equipment all around. They're, they're, they're chomping at the bit to bring in innocent civilians like me. Says who? You're talking nonsense. The cops aren't omnipotent. Uh, I'm not so sure. What good is the Society for the Preservation of Jokes if we don't help your old stage partner? You tell them, Sebastian. You're right. I'm ashamed. You should be. Well, thanks a lot. I'm too damn old to worry about your feelings. What's to do? We'll talk to Bradley. <laughs> 
He's as close to a tech guy as we have. If anyone knows how to rescue the guy, it's him. Come on, let's go. He'll be back later. Will Bradley be at the bar? He should be. It's his watch. What the? It's the sensitivity cops. I can see their uniforms. What are they doing here? Probably looking for you. They nabbed the girl outside your building. They must think you're an accomplice. Move! A sonic gun, Bradley? I'm pretty sure I can rig it to fire a burst that will cover Tomlinson's office. We'll only get one shot. It uses a lot of power. What will happen to the people inside? The sonic pulse will render everyone unconscious for about 45 minutes or so. Enough time to retrieve the girl and bring her here to Tim Riley's. We'll have to move fast. Will it hurt her? A little, but it should take only a minute or so to knock everyone out. How long will you need to prepare? About an hour. Get on it. Are you comfortable, Miss Carlson? <laughs> what do you care? So that is the way it's going to be? What do you expect? You grab me off the street in broad daylight, I have somewhere to go. I'm sure you do, but first, some questions. And then you'll let me go? It depends on your answers. Your name is Emma Carlson? <sighs> you know that. How old are you? 22. Do you know why I ordered you brought here? No. You have been investigating a forbidden subject under the Sensitivity Act. What subject? Jokes. Why have you been doing this? And don't lie and tell me it's for a thesis. I plead the fifth. <laughs> the fifth? My right against self-incrimination. I know what the fifth is. <laughs> what a quaint idea. I have the right not to. You have no rights here. It's to laugh. That right, as you call it, was rendered null and void years ago. It may exist on paper, but not in practice any longer. Why were you looking into a forbidden topic? Curiosity. I warn you, young lady. I am invested with incredible powers. If you lie to me, you and everyone involved in your crime will be severely punished. You're afraid of them. Afraid of jokes. Nonsense. A big, powerful man like you is afraid of words. They are outlawed <laughs> words. You will answer me. Who are you working with? Why are jokes wrong? What's so bad about laughter? I am the questioner, not you. I'm not working with anyone. Lies. If you want to waste your time investigating, go ahead. You will investigate, Miss Carlson, and thoroughly. Your cohorts... <laughs> we cut that a little fine, didn't we? We got her out of there. That's all that counts. She should be coming around in a few minutes. The solution lies in there. But how? Sir? Wake up, what? sir. What happened? I I'm not sure. I only just arrived. Everyone in the office was unconscious. The girl! Her cohorts did this somehow to free her! We'll find her. Several agents... <sighs> Don't bother! Sir? Get a portable tracker and tune it to channel six. A homing device? I 
thought her cohorts might try something. I had it planted on her. She can't be far. Wake up, miss. Come on now. Mr. Boone? That's right. Tomlinson! You're safe. Where... where... where am I? Tim Riley's bar. Grandpa mentioned this place to me. (laughs) Something about a man named... O'Flaherty. God, that was ages ago. How do you feel? Bit of a headache. I don't understand. Earlier you... I'm sorry about that. I I thought you were a designated reporter. I have to get to the hospital. Grandpa... Easy now. The effects of the sonic gun don't wear off that quickly. I'm fine, really. We may be able to help your grandfather. How? Follow me. Stay with her, guys. What's this? Capture closet. It's kind of like a safe. What's inside? Jokes. All the jokes known to man. Did you... Oh, it wasn't me. I don't have the technical know-how to build a a marvel like this. Who did? Bob Chapman, one of our society members. Society? We call it the SPJ, the Society for the Preservation of Jokes. Uh, When jokes are outlawed, Bob found a way to gather them all together. Like the Pied Piper. He put them in this closet. We've been guarding them for years, keeping them from people like uh, Tomlinson, who just want them destroyed. There's a speaker. Can I hear a joke? It doesn't work anymore. Bob died suddenly a few years ago. We don't know how to fix it. Tell me a joke, please. I wish I could. Why can't... When jokes were outlawed, the government realized that certain people's livelihoods depended on telling them. Like me, for instance. They gave us a choice. Have your brain scrubbed of all jokes so you can never repeat them again. Or take the chance of the sensitivity cops overhearing you tell one and face the consequences. They erased your memories? I chose the procedure over vanishing off the face of the earth. So did I. Make that three. Actually, all our members did. Did Grandpa... He must have. But he told me a joke in the hospital. The sensitivity police must have... Missed him. Nice to know they're fallible. So Bill can remember jokes. Only that one. When the closet speaker did work, what could you hear? Only a jumble of words and sounds. Nothing distinct. Could you talk to the jokes? No. The the speaker only worked one way. What if I went into the closet? The jokes would escape while the door was open. I'd be fast. It could be dangerous to you. Or it could be fine. I have to try. For Grandpa. I'll do it. He was my stage partner. No, it has to be me. You've all done so much already. You're sure of this? I've never been more sure of anything. A bear and a rabbit are talking in the woods. It's very important. Important? You understand me? Of course. We are words. I need your help. For what reason? I need to hear a joke. We are prisoners here. Why have you done this? I had nothing to do with... Your kind has locked us away. 
Why? Please, please, I need... Why are we locked in here? You've been outlawed. Outlawed? Us? Us? Why? We cause no harm. It wasn't my choice. Who is responsible? Politicians. Ah, they are well represented here. Now, can we... I'm told a joke has no life. We live to bring laughter to mankind. This prison is not an existence. Now let me give one of you life. How? Tell me a joke. You will take this joke out into the world and and retell it? Yes. We have a better idea. She's out cold. She's breathing. Help me get her to the couch. The jokes. Where'd they go? We'll worry about that later. Take her feet. I'll I'll get her hands. <laughs> She's coming too. <laughs> Is that crying? <laughs> Emma, what? Oh, these are funny. <laughs> to get to the other side. <laughs> I think we found the missing jokes. She? They're part of me now. <laughs> <laughs> How did this happen? I have no idea. I told them I needed their help, and this is how they helped me. You talked to... <laughs> Please. We have no time. We have to get to the hospital. There, sir. There she is. She's in a car now. Her co-conspirators must be with her. It looks like they're heading for the hospital. Driver, St. Mary's Hospital... And step on Miss Carlson, I called you hours ago. I where have you I'll explain later. How's grandpa? Well, I'm afraid he's he's lapsed into a coma. Oh no. Who are these gentlemen I'll here? I'll explain that later too. We need to see him. All of you? Please. Grandpa, wake up. Please. I have what you wanted. Please don't die. Listen, I I can't let you... This is state business, Doctor. You will allow it. Well, well, well. Miss Carlson, we meet again. (laughs) You find this amusing? She doesn't find anything funny about being at the, the wrong end of several guns. How convenient to find you here with all your cohorts. Lawrence, round them up. Yes, sir. What in the name of... Destroy it! <laughs> sir, what... What have you done to him? None of us laid a hand on him. What is happening to the director? Tell me! Ben introduced to jokes. They're in charge of him now. You're talking foolishness. Have you ever known him to crack a smile, let alone laugh like, like that? No. I can't take it! Make it stop! We can't. But he can. How? The jokes want to live. They want to be allowed back into society. Impossible. The sensitivity act... We know, act... we know. Doctor, help him. How? Director, are you hearing jokes in your head? 
They're not so bad, are they? You need to let them live again. If you don't, they'll never let you go. I can't live Then you know what to do. You have the ear of everyone in Washington. Make the change. Em Emma? What's going on? Grandpa! Dad? Kramer? Bradley? What, uh... Grandpa, I know the answer. To what, honey? Why did the chicken cross the road? Why? To get to the other side. <laughs> Grandpa, turn up the volume. A special report. The House today passed a bill requested by Director Tomlinson approximately two weeks ago doing away with all the provisions of the Sensitivity Act, which has been in effect for decades. The bill is now on its way to the President's desk. He has said he will sign it. <laughs> oh, can you believe these fools? All the trouble they went through to pass this act, and now... <laughs> Grandpa? Grandpa! No! Rest in peace, you dear, dear man. I'm, I'm glad you got your wish. <laughs> Die Laughing, you heard, in order of appearance, Tanya Malevich as Emma, John Specht as the Doctor, Joe Stofko as Grandpa, Billy Flynn as Jim O'Flaherty, Elise Crowick as Officer One, Rhonda Mitchell as Officer Two, Glenn Haskell as The Man, Tony Collins as Clerk One, Paul Kaczynski as Clerk Two, Rhonda Mitchell as The Librarian, Ted Wenskus as Lawrence, Russell Gold as Tomlinson, Glenn Haskell as the farmer, Julie Bruno as the phone voice, Dave Morgan as Boone, Pete Lutz as Kramer, Jan Anderson as Bradley, Glenn Higby as voice one, Maureen Boutier as voice two, John Carl Toff as voice three, Nancy German as voice four, and Elise Crowick as the newscaster. The script was written and produced by Mike Murphy. Our executive producer and webmaster is Captain John Tattersack. Music for the series was composed and performed by William Krupchinski. Please visit his website at pureshift.com. Your mixer was Jake Luzzi. Special thanks to Pete Lutz and Joe Stofko. Script editor Arlene Osborne and art director Alexa Chipman. Our thanks to Captain John Tattersack for airing this show. Mike Murphy gratefully acknowledges the continued help of Arlene Osborne. All the characters portrayed herein are fictitious. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. This production is for enjoyment purposes only. Visit us on the web at misfitsaudio.com and on Facebook. I'm your narrator, Steve Anderson. This is an original production by Misfits Audio, copyright 2019. All rights reserved.